Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. We have something new and exclusive for you today. Uh, you know about our buffet line segments or recordings, and we're going to be recording today with our friend Hank. And I don't, I don't know Hank's last name. I'm sure if you've been to um, indie wrestling shows or any wrestling shows around the Chicagoland area, you know who Big Hank is. Um, he's someone that we've met at these shows. And so that recording will probably be coming out around the same time as this recording or a little bit before. Um, but today we're going to have a little snack time, enjoy a little snack time. So I'm sitting here in Chris's house. Chris, thanks for having me. Not a problem. Yeah. Um, and we're going to really quickly, probably this recording, hopefully, in, unless I ramble on, it should probably only be like uh, 10 to 15 minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's a quick snack. Yeah, it's a quick snack. Um, because you know how we like to relate wrestling to food uh, with our buffet line and uh, you know our ketchup, uh, ketchup on wrestling, if we're really behind on everything, and, right. which we always are. <laughs> and uh, this recording is probably a little bit later than we wanted to record. Um, but, you know, we just got over the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, so. yeah. Blame the holiday. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> family time and food, right? Like, right. You know, it's time to come back and get a snack now. Yeah, now now we need a snack. So that snack is Freelance Things. It took place on November 15th in Logan Square Auditorium. This is a show hosted by or put on by Freelance Wrestling. We were there. So we're going to talk about it. First, let's, let's talk about actual food because who doesn't right. love actual food? I love food. I love food as well. I have uh, had a, you could call it a snack, although I ate it more like an entire meal. <laughs> um, the snack that I really had recently was yesterday, and it's gone already. Okay. Um, Margaret and I went to Bridgeport Bakery Okay. in Bridgeport, which is near where, where, where we live currently, which is near, um, what do you want to call it, University Village, Little Italy, etc. Yeah. And we got a chocolate coffee cake. Oh, that sounds good. It is so good. So you got a whole cake or a slice? How oh, do they no. sell it? Oh, no. We got the... I don't <laughs> think they sell it in slices. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's still che- like insanely cheap. Like mm-hmm. bakeries, especially your mom and pop shop bakeries, yeah. so cheap. You could get... We got uh, this this chocolate coffee cake. Margaret Margaret's phrase or her quote, to mm-hmm. quote her... Was the chocolate is divine? <laughs> okay, it was the chocolate was really, really, really good. And not to say that like the what do you want to call it? Like the cake part of mm-hmm. the uh, coffee cake wasn't the best. It, it was okay, like that was good. But I think the chocolate on this chocolate coffee cake really carried it, mm-hmm. um, or was just like the the uh, upper echelon of chocolate, like really good stuff. So we got this coffee cake, but we got we went there. She got like two donuts. Um, and then we each got like a like a bagel. I don't know what you want. It wasn't like a bagel. It was like or it was like a bacon, uh, little puff. Oh, okay. Yeah, like so. It was. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a. It wasn't like a bagel. I don't know what you want to call it. Like a bacon bun. It was a bacon bun. Okay. Oh yeah, and it was just a bun, um, that was a little buttery and it had bacon on the inside. So we got yeah. all of that and it ended up coming to like only like. I don't know, maybe even close to like ten bucks. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, which I feel like is like baked goods can be very cheap. Yeah. Um. So, but this coffee cake was destroyed. Like <laughs> I went back for I had my breakfast and then I went back for like afternoon rounds, uh-huh. plural, 
uh, of this for this coffee cake, and now it's completely gone. I think we finished it off this morning. So that was uh, of like a fantastic snack that turned into a meal that I've had recently, <laughs> and I wanted to share that with everyone because good, it, was, it good. was amazing. I mean, now I want cake, but yeah. yeah. Well, so Carla's family owns a bakery, right? Like not far from here. Okay. Uh, so I gotta put in a request, see if they could uh, pair up with uh, Bridgeport and see what they got. Uh, yeah, like I, I think I'm, I'm gonna think I'm gonna make coffee cakes and coffee like my thing. Mm-hmm. Like just make that so make that so much more often a part of my morning. Yeah, that, I mean that sounds ideal. So I don't usually you know have time for breakfast. I'm always either running around or I get caught up in work. If I'm working from home, yes, I'll make sure I get some coffee and then before I know it, it's noon already. Um, but if I need to go downtown, yeah. like I'm always rushing, like making sure I don't, like I'm always scared that I'm going to miss the Metro. Okay. Um, and this is, you know, lately I've been taking the Metro downtown. So, right. um, what I've been doing is, uh, there's this, so, so I'm not either, I was, I'm not a fan of oatmeal, but Carla started buying these. Um, I think it's like 10 grams of protein oatmeal boxes. Okay. Um, so the, even the, the pack, it's a Quaker what is it? What are they called? Quaker oats? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. instant one. So I know what you, the Patriot, right? Yeah, it's that like guy. the Minuteman <laughs> on the on the cut on the front, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I've been um, just opening those and just pouring some hot water in a in a, a mason jar and just eating that on the on the, the mason jar. Yeah, nice. That's I, different. I, I gotta keep it classy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the mason jar oatmeal. So that's yeah, would be your snack that, of choice. That's my snack of choice lately. Like. You know, I don't eat breakfast, but when I do, when I'm heading out the house, I feel like I got to have something. So I'll do the the oatmeal. Okay. And uh, and it's strange. It's like, because that one has like, I think, uh, cranberries and uh, almonds. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really good. And there's times where we buy the wrong, well, I've bought the wrong box now. And Carl's like, oh, I don't like these. So like now I have to like just eat the ones that she don't like. <laughs> uh, is it you buy but, like uh, the plain version? Uh, yeah. Okay. So then uh, whenever, because it's it's a container where we have them, and I'll just randomly grab one. And if I grab the one that's really good, like yeah. I won't notice until I'm about to, you know, eat it. So I was like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just good when I get the good one. I feel like you need to, I know you're always doing stuff, which is good. You need to take time to enjoy that morning, you know? Like, I guess only on the go can be, can be good, but... Right, I feel bad like hearing that where you're like I never have time to eat breakfast. It's so important. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's also like priorities. Do I want to sleep a little longer? Oh <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, well we wake up already early as it is. Uh, you know, gotta get it's already. Yeah. Um, you know, Carla takes over to my mom's, and then I gotta get myself ready, get out the door. So, okay. you know, I think that's a it's a quick, um, nice snack breakfast. Yeah, so. and it's good that you live so close to the train station too. Yeah. So. That works out. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Freelance things. A playoff of Stranger Things. Right. Which right. we thought uh, we, we talked about uh, about this uh, a few podcasts ago where yeah. we thought it was like really good where everybody's doing playoffs on Stranger Things. Right. So, you know, that being said, Stranger Things happened in, in this. Stranger. It was. <laughs> it was a weird night. Right. Um, like, yeah, like <laughs> that's a good transition. You can just we can just kind of get the gorilla or talk about the gorilla in the room, right? There was a couple injuries that happened. Yeah. Um, thankfully, uh, Giassi and Space Monkey are like they're we've, okay. Yes, we've we've they've put out really really good. Uh, you could say updates. Yeah. Right? Positive updates. Um, so like we don't have to talk about a lot about 
how th- like how it happened or how things happened. Like things happened. Stranger things happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple people got really hard hits to the head in, in different ways. Uh, but they are bouncing back and recovering, and you know. Yeah, and freelance has definitely kept uh, the fans up to date on on, on their condition, and the, yes. that they're good, that they're doing fine. So I appreciate those updates because, as fans, you know, we enjoy watching wrestling, this, that, and the other. But you know, it does put some uh, realistic perspective on things that, like, anything can happen at any moment. Absolutely. So. Absolutely, I got a couple like weird. Uh, so here's another transition for you. I got a. Mm-hmm. When when those and then those injuries happen, I got a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach, but that feeling was evaporated when the money pit, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, uh, took place. The money pit is Matt the uh, the money Matt cage. Money cage, yeah. Um, it's his own version of the highlight reel, you could say, without the right. fancy TV. Um, but he had, yeah. He, I guess this is going to be uh, like I a, thought it was a, a play on the Piper's pit. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Or mm-hmm. yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, his own talk show segment is right. what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Piper's Pit. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, he hosted his first ever, um, and and he's he's helping out freelance with um, you know different things still, like still involved in freelance right. wrestling. And he's a retired wrestler, but mm-hmm. you know he's still doing stuff. Um, and and it was great seeing him. So yeah, um, and he held it together. Like it was a hard segment to to pull off. Like in the I midst agree. of it all. Mm-hmm. And it definitely like took my mind off of the injury and all that other crazy noise that happened. Um, I enjoyed it. it. It like after it was over, I'm like, damn, this was a long segment, right? But it, but it was good. Like right. I, there was no complaint about it. And then and they they took up they had to soak up some time because like mm-hmm. the six man scramble that started that had that injury, right? Um, was probably going to like they were making up for that kind of mm-hmm. lost time. So like you know. Uh, freelance was able to adapt to the situation and they called the paramedics like they did a really good job yeah. of like you know okay we need to figure let's let's get Jassy to safety first and then like we need to figure out like what to do to get the fans back into it so I, don't, I think this was, was planned anyways I don't know if it was or wasn't yeah I don't know if it was supposed to be right after the six man or whatnot but yeah. it was just it worked out and it's taking advantage of Matt Cage's uh, best in my opinion best attribute which is his promo or mm-hmm. his ability to talk um, so he came out and the, his two guests on the money pit were Shug D and, um, Stevie. Yeah. Right. Stevie Fierce. Uh, but Stevie Fierce had a, um, uh, uh, bodyguard or, uh, someone he paid to talk for him, mm-hmm. which is the hottest free agent in <laughs> professional wrestling today. All ego, Ethan Page. And he costs a lot of money, man. Right. Stevie I mean, must be rolling in the dough. He's the champ. He's the champ. When He's you're the champ, champ, money. Yeah, you right. can afford Ethan Page to come out and speak on your behalf, right? In the money pit. I talked to Ethan about his Taco Bell order mm-hmm. before, because Ethan is a huge fan. We're fans of Taco Bell. You're a new fan, <laughs> okay? Yes, <laughs> I'm speaking for uh-huh. you on your behalf. Um, I'm a huge fan of Taco Bell. I actually want some Taco Bell right now. We might get. Should we get some on the way to La Salle today? Uh, we we could probably do that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, maybe I'll I'll tweet at Ethan Page and see like what he wants because he's gonna be there tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I'll bring him something. I don't know. Um, we talked about his Taco Bell order and he said to he gets a Crunchwrap Supreme, which a lot of people get. That's what you got. Yeah, cheesy gordita crunch with the Doritos Loco shell. Oh okay. And because it's a uh, because it's regular taco inside of mm-hmm. like a gordita 
what you the would, flour tortilla. What Taco thing. Bell calls yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of tortilla? Yes, and uh, which is a cheesecake crunch is the best thing on the menu. So I was like, yes, that's great. Okay, and then I think he had like a like a five layer burrito or some sort of like uh, wild card burrito thrown in there. Okay, and it was order. He told me to try it, and I was like, okay. You know, I don't know if I will. I'm not a huge burrito. <laughs> I'm not a huge Taco Bell burrito guy. Okay, I'm a huge authentic Mexican burrito guy. Not as much as mm-hmm. tortas, but so yeah, he told me about that. So that's his Taco Bell order, which sounds really good right now. All right, yeah, well, worth a try. Yeah, worth a try. Uh, but he came out and he was speaking on behalf. Stevie like wasn't saying anything. Right. Right. Yeah, and, and whenever he did say something, he's like, "I paid a lot of money. He needs to talk for me." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So his mouthpiece essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ethan Page, Ethan Page, like, he's great on the mic, bro. Bro, he's so clever. Yeah, I think a lot of it was like made up on the spot. It yeah. felt like. Yeah, and even if it was planned, like just the the way he delivers his lines, like it's it's good. I, I it took me a while. Like I wasn't a huge fan at the beginning. Uh, when I started seeing Ethan, but I mean, over the years, he's progressed and he's he's really good. I think he's I good him. enough to make it anywhere. Seriously, yeah, I really do. Mm-hmm. Like size, he can talk. He's got charisma. And I don't know. I mean, he does a Taco Bell diet or something, but he's been losing a lot of weight apparently. <laughs> Has he? Yeah. Well, that's what Taco Bell does. It, that's true. That's true. It cleans your insides it, for sure. It'll flush <laughs> you right the right out. Um, yeah. So it ended with um, a match. In December, which was, you know, what I noticed too, it's not like, and not that they, not that freelance has to have uh, their own WrestleMania, but like uh, most some promotions have kind of their own WrestleMania mm-hmm. in a sense. Like AEW is a Windy City Classic, like everyone I guess associates. Yeah, kind of like there, there's an end of a cycle and a new one starts type of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and this has been building a little bit the Shug Stevie thing because if you remember, right. To get the title shot, Stevie eliminated Shug from that Royal Rumble mm-hmm. that they had. So it goes back a little bit, which and is then cool. This also led Shug D from that point on to start cutting promos about I'm gonna be the champ before the end of the year. Yes. So it's also been his journey on like, you know, I'm I'm gonna beat whoever I need to beat, but before the year the end of the year is over, I'm gonna be the freelance champion. Right, right. Um so it's been building to this. So they, they basically set up that it's the, this money pit is so Stevie can, or uh, you know, allow Shug to challenge him mm-hmm. or accept that challenge that Shug is throwing out there for their show in December. I think it's December fifteenth. I think it's the fifteenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. always fresh, never frozen. Is the name right? Of it. Creative names, right? <laughs> Creative names, but uh, you know, it's uh, so this is kind of it's their end of the year. Um, I don't, I wouldn't call it like freelancers WrestleMania, but it's like a story that's been building and should be yeah. a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't get into a ton of that right now. Um, but yeah, really good segment overall. Hope to see more of the money pit. Um, and it's like a good, it's just a good way to break things up as well. And yeah. like utilize Matt Cage's asset, which mm-hmm. is still his mind, his voice, etc. Um, all right. The Bucky Collins win streak continues. Yeah, he uh, he faced Dingo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is Dingo's second show at Freelance consecutively. Yeah, he's having like more. Yeah, yeah it's because mm-hmm. he's, he's strung a couple together, um, so. which I feel like with Freelance too they rotate a lot. Yeah. So, um, Dingo's been he and he's been wrestling a lot longer than a lot of people. Like I've had to look it up. Yeah, a lot longer than a lot of people on that roster. So veteran presence, right? Him and like Eric Cannon, veteran presence. Um, in the back, and the and Ding and Dingo put Collins over, which is mm-hmm. great. 
So Bucky Collins, after every win, keeps challenging. They're, they're building up uh, the Isaiah Velasquez comeback. Yes, they are. And uh, uh, Collins, uh, you know, heel persona, Tista's with a. Uh, Isaiah's coming out and because he was challenging him or whatnot, right? Yep. And then the and music came on. Nothing happened. The music came on. Yeah. But then nothing happened. Yep. Um. So Bucky Collins is. Oh, Bucky Collins said he paid the DJ to play it. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That's what he said on mm-hmm. the mic. So they're 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 building to that, and that should be like really good too. Um. And Bucky Collins is like uh like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like he's like a sniveling, like uh sneaky sneaky. You know, he's slimy. like that, yeah, slimy kind of heel, mm-hmm. which is cool because not everyone is that type. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he's like a real, he's like a person who would collude in fantasy football. <laughs> okay. I hate colluders <laughs> in fantasy football. Don't be that guy. Um, Bucky, let Bucky Collins be that guy. The next match was um, Crazy Boy and Draz Stick Boy. Mm-hmm. Guys from, from DTU. DTU. Uh, who are also who are like very nice. Um, remember, yeah. so Chris and I went in a little bit early, just to like mm-hmm. talk to everyone that was in there. And um, by the way, they were taking pictures, photos of for the website. So there should be a roster page soon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, freelance in wrestling works. Mm-hmm. roster page with like really nice photos. Um, so um, and and I've mentioned this too. It's kind of cool when you go when into I guess a show earlier, like whatever it's, it, it's, um, in the wrestling industry from what I've heard, at least what I've, from what I've heard in WWE, like you have to, it's, it's looked upon with great importance. If you go and introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so like even in freelance, and, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone's like saying hi to us and we're like, thanks. Like we're not wrestlers obviously, mm-hmm. but like, you know, we just help out freelance with things here and there, and we mm-hmm. like to discuss with and talk about them with fans and go to their shows. But everyone's like coming up to us and like shaking our hands. So that's that's like really cool. And Crazy Boy and Drastic Boy do the same thing. Yeah. Um, like they're coming up, they're like, "Hi, I'm you know, I'm I'm uh, from DTU. I'm this guy, etc." Because there was like four of them there, some yeah. involved in the six man scramble, and then these guys. So I thought that was that was cool to see. That that translates that type of like atmosphere translates to, you know, I've heard all over, it in WWE, much. Mm-hmm. all over. It's like mm-hmm. a wrestling universal thing. Go out and introduce yourself, and you don't have to like talk to the person a lot. It's just but like, just like saying hi. This is why I'm yeah. Shake hands. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, so they wrestled DJZ and Gringo Loco. DJZ killing it in the Indies. Yes, uh, we'll talk about him later with mm-hmm. Hank. He had a yeah. big night um, on November twenty fifth. I have some notes here. I have the match was kind of botchy, but fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gringo Loco and Crazy Boy were blown up, winded. Yeah. This is not me like, judging them. Yeah. I'm not in great shape, and I'm not a wrestler, but it was noticeable. Um, maybe because they were just like, they were going hard on the flips and like uh, springboard arm drags and like everything that you right. would expect. Um, so DJZ seemed to... Be a, a little step ahead of them, of yeah. all of them, and most yeah, he cases. was kind of in this in this match. He was kind of like the glue that kept things together. Yes, so. uh, but and and the ro- and the ropes didn't seem as springy. Yeah, or like well, as they were as tight. They weren't mm-hmm. as tight. So I think that's what led to like a lot of the 
uh, botchier stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but overall it was a good match, and it was nice to see the DTU team. You know, being represented with Freelance. So yeah, and that led us to the impromptu match. Right. Right. Which it was uh, zero G versus Cicople and um, Miedo Extremo, mm-hmm. where these guys were supposed to be part of the, or they were part of the the six man scramble. All four people. All four guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which previous to that we had like, oh, it's weird that zero G is in there, but they're there as individuals. They're going to be fighting each other. Um, but since that match did not conclude. There was an impromptu match where now they partnered and they teamed up. So it's CRG versus DTU. Correct. Um, so, yeah. What were your takes on this? It was fast-paced and a little stiff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that one stomp on, <laughs> on, on, on Asparza. Asparza, yeah. Yeah. He got tough. a double stomp to the back of his neck, mm-hmm. and I cringed. Yeah. You know? I mean, throughout the whole night, like, you you had, you know, weird, like, you just, it was just a weird feeling, you know, because of yeah. the injuries or whatnot. So when you saw, like, a stiff spot like that, it's like, oh, shoot. Like, it's like, I don't want this to happen again. Mm-hmm. And then it did kind of happen again. So it was like, yeah, yeah it was just, a, it was just, uh, there was something in the air that night. For sure. Uh, like, people were just uh, going really hard. And, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's the sport, right? Th- that it is, That's what it is. That's what it is. Um. We had an intermission then, and then it leading up to a storyline that's been going on for a while now. Right. It was a six-man tag. Coach Joe was in the ring for Beta. Right. Limited time, though. Like, he didn't do much. No, he doesn't really do much. (laughs) Right. Mostly, ever. Um, Seems like... I like Beta, though, how they're... Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I take that back. Right. I'm like, okay. You're about to buy a shirt now, huh? No, I'm not buying a shirt. (laughs) I will never buy one of those shirts. But... I think that what I'm trying to say here is that their their moniker is like super consistent. Yeah. Like I see them as being guys in the gym who just like train really hard and are just like they're just like super cool, super technical, tr- like train hard, kind of meatheadish, mm-hmm. like that type of group. And like Coach Joe fits that. Yeah. So like they're consistent is what I'm saying. Beta yeah. is consistently the same, which is good. For a faction, I like. I've said that I like consistent consistency, consistency mm-hmm. and uniformity in factions. Beta has that. They um, sure do. It's and then it was the comeback here of a uh, Castro, right? Chris yes. Castro. Yes, Chris After Castro. A knee injury, uh, you know that Beta uh, cost them. Like it was like what four months ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. They put him out for a while, mm-hmm. and he's coming back on this match uh, with the four star heroes. So it's Chris Castro and Matt Nix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alex Olsen. Yes. Yeah. So six-man tag. Castro chokes out uh, Kenny Sutra for the win. And then the four-star heroes challenge Beta for tag belts, and the losers have to break up forever. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen there? I think Craig Mitchell is going to go on a singles run. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the freelance underground champion. He's the freelance underground champion. Mm-hmm. And he's always been good enough to... Yeah. Not that, not saying like, no offense to like uh, Kenny. I just, uh, no offense to Kenny Suger. Like, he's good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like Kyrie Mitchell could be that monster heel, that yeah. monster jackass. So, could this be the end of Beta? Kayfabe. What's up? I think this is the end of Beta. Get your shirts before they, they, uh, <laughs> they your... discontinue. Does that mean <laughs> that the front row mafia and Beta shirts have to sit in different places now? <laughs> Do they have to split up? Hey. Let's make it happen. I think, I think <laughs> if Beta splits up, then the people who sit together 
with the beta shirts they have can't to, sit next have to, to each other. Yeah, spread out they have to disperse the in the crowd. Okay. All right. Baker versus Eric Cannon. Yes. Um, savvy vets, savvy local vets. Right? Yeah. Brubaker versus Eric Cannon. Eric Cannon picks up the W. Um, Eric Cannon's kind of just hanging around in the mid card right now, but like still, like I said, I feel like his role is veteran presence and leadership. Yeah. That's absolutely. what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm sure Brubaker, not that Brubaker is a lost puppy because he's not. Right. Uh, like I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for that, that point where Brubaker kind of takes off. Like I feel like he has, he has the body. He looks like a, you know, big ass heel. He, I feel like he has so much to give us still. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it would be cool, and and like obviously we haven't been going to freelance wrestling as lo- as long as some of the people who are probably listening to this or right. So like I think that with the roster page should come a champion's history. Yeah. Right. Or okay. like you know, um, it, this would be the time to catch up because they're only like three years old, right? The, right. The promotion. Let's, so let's make it happen now before. Right, before you get too far yeah. behind. <laughs> um, maybe Brew... I don't know. Has Brew, I don't think Brew Baker has won the freelance championship. In the yeah, past, I wouldn't be right? able to give you that answer. Yeah, so like, it seems like he could hold it. Right? Yeah. Um, All right, so... Then we had our Survivor Series match. Four right. on four, or eight-man tag. What you want. Four v four, eight-man tag. Tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. You say potato, I say potato. It was Team Stevie versus Team Shug. Right? Yep. Uh, Space Bucky got hurt, like we talked about, yep. uh, but they rebounded nicely. Um, and Suge rolls up Stevie to eliminate him. Yeah. Yes. The crowd goes, whoa. Didn't, uh, <laughs> did did uh, Stevie bring in a mystery box into this? I don't think so. No? No. I might be confusing it with another one, but all right. No. Uh, but our that- friend Hank bought... Uh, oh mystery yeah, box. Hank brought a mystery box. He's like, I know it's a dog. I know it's a dog. <laughs> a dog? Yeah, he was saying he was like, I got a pit bull in here. I got a pit, bull. and it was like the smallest box. <laughs> yeah, bro. Unless this thing is just like, unless it's a pinky, like yeah. this thing was born, it's not fitting in that box. But he got like, he got like a, what did he get? A pink T-shirt. Yeah, just the pink plain T-shirt. I think that wouldn't was. fit him. <laughs> right. It's not one size fits all. Um, and he gets like something else in the mystery box. I can't remember. He's like, it was worth the anticipation. Uh huh. Five dollars worth the anticipation, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, and Shug, so Shug actually makes a monster comeback, rolls up Stevie, beats Ethan Page with a shining wizard, and then is left only versus Corbin. So it was funny too. There was that one section of fans who were like, who were really cheering for Team Stevie as we were. Uh huh. But then, like, when Corbin would try to get that section of fans on his side, I remember some guy yelling, he's like, he's the only one on the team we don't like. <laughs> right, yeah. It was so, like, Corbin just, like, draws mm-hmm. heat everywhere in that crowd. But it's, like, kind of funny, too, when he does it. Um, it's comical. And Stevie comes back in, hits Suge with a mirror. Mm-hmm. Classic Stevie. Right. And then Corbin pins him, becoming the sole survivor. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was an interesting match overall, um, and and I do like that, you know. Still, Stevie gets one up on on Shug. Yeah. So so still like builds more 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 heat, I guess, towards the the next next uh, event. Yeah, they kind of draw this mm-hmm. event, right? Mm-hmm. Or like you know, like Shug beats Stevie, and Stevie comes back and like helps eliminate him. So right. it's kind of a you know good draw booking um, to lead into. 
the main event that they're going to have. So that's the card. A uh, very fun show as always. Um, a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, you're kind of seeing some like a really strong mid card here. I feel like. Yeah. Um, and some good and like really, there's a lot of people on this card that could like whatever happens with Shook and Stevie that could be elevated into different into roles. Another number one contender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think that's exciting. Yeah. Um, for what the future holds. So we're gonna do a segment. We're gonna decide on top two heels in this card and one babyface. All right. And we're both gonna decide on it. All right. You know. Um, so let's we're 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 both staring at a screen right now that has my note my the sacred yeah. notes right the sacred notes. <laughs> um, dude, my stomach is growling thinking about Taco Bell. Jesus, I know. <laughs> we might have. To, can we? Is there one around here? Uh, yeah. There's not one far. There's not one far. Okay. Yeah, we could probably get some Taco and Bell's have some Taco far. Bell with you know. Let's eat before we talk to Hank because I'm just gonna be thinking about that like the whole. Well, time. let's bring Hank some tacos too. Like, yeah, maybe we'll. Yeah, and we'll bring Ethan Page some tacos maybe same, if he wants some. Them. Taco Bell for everybody. If anyone wants some tacos, just like hit us up. <laughs> right. Hit us up. Uh, Authentic right. or Taco Bell will come talk about wrestling and eat tacos. Okay. Two heels, one baby. Two heels, one face in this yes. card. Let's do this. You start. All right. So uh, top heel, I'm going to go with Ethan Page. Yes. All right. Concurred. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so, he's very clever. Yep. He's a very clever individual. And that's. It makes you like him, you know, because and when anyone's having an argument or a discussion, just like because he's just so smart and so quick he's with it, so like, quick, yeah, yeah. Because he he would even respond to fans that are like chanting random shit or whatnot, and that yeah, like he'll respond with a quick answer and it's like, oh shit, he got you, you know, like, right? He made fun of the money pit for not having any props. Like, oh right, right. So Matt the money <laughs> cage didn't spend any money uh-huh. on enhanced, like you know, because. Piper's pit had props. Yeah, there weren't even chairs or whatever. No, there weren't even chairs. Yeah, he was just hosting in the ring. Right, right, right. Uh, All right. So, who's your your other top heel? Uh, I'm gonna do Bucky Collins. Bucky Collins. Yeah. Bucky Collins. Yeah. Uh, For all the reasons I mentioned. All right, and babyface. One babyface, probably Pat Monix. Pat Monix, because <laughs> I bought a shirt from him. <laughs> right. Okay. No. 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 I'm like, because I'm like, he's not in this card. I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, no. Um, uh, so I finally, finally bought a shirt from Pat Monix. Right. Fate was against me. I fought fate. I, uh-huh. I pinned fate for the one, two, three. Yeah. Bought a shirt from Pat Monix. So I saw Pat Monix there earlier because we're gonna do another snack time on Zello Pro. Yeah. Their latest show, and like we kind of had a mix up of when the show started. And then a mix up on like the list as well, so we botched that. Like, it, like it was half and half. Okay, it was half and half. Our names were on the list, but it's oh, fine. Right, but, but we did come late. Yeah, I botched the timing of the show. Uh huh. Um, I thought it was gonna be like seven, seven thirty or something. Seven, like that. Yeah, because that's just when the other one started, and it was at the same venue. I just didn't look. I assumed. Yeah. Anyone happens when you assume. So it ended up starting at five. So we came to the Zell Pro show late, and I was like, I think I, yeah. I want to buy a shirt for Pat Monix. He's a really cool dude, and like support him, et cetera. And um, we just were there too late. We were there too late and didn't get in. So <laughs> the no shirt, and that was like the second or third time I tried. Like a couple mm-hmm. times I like didn't have cash on me. or whatever. I don't carry cash that often. Finally right. bought a shirt from him. All right. So. So. Are, are we awarding him the baby face? No, <laughs> he wasn't on the card. He he's he's uh he's, he's a like an honorary. In our hearts. Yeah, <laughs> always yes. Um, honorary I, mention. So I'm gonna say uh, Shug D. 
You're going to say Shug D? Yeah. It might sound like a easy one to go to, but I just think that his sto- whole storyline about I'm going to be champ, I'm going to be champ by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the big segment here with in the money pit uh, and, and, and the promos that he cuts uh, that we see on social media, like, I think he's the baby face. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to say DJZ. Uh, he's a contender, yeah. Yeah. Suge, let's get Suge. Suge is freelance. Suge is freelance, and he did do two segments. Right. Or two, like, a match and a promo. Sure. Yeah. I'm okay with that. All right. So, this was the snack size episode. But wait! There's more! Yeah, so you heard the man. But wait, there's more. You just heard a recap of Freelance's last show. And now, we're going to tell you what's coming up on always fresh never frozen always fresh never frozen friday december 15th at logan square auditorium at logan square auditorium there we go stevie fierce versus suge d for the freelance world championship is headlining this event you're probably listening to this either tuesday evening night a wednesday thursday or friday afternoon or morning if you get up Friday morning and the first thing you what do is put on a to, podcast. Yeah, what better way to wake up and just, you know, tune into Two Heels and Face. Right. But this Friday, Suge D challenged Stevie Fierce for his belt. This is going all the way back to sometime in August, right? End of summer. So. Mm-hmm. Where Stevie Fierce eliminated Suge D from overall Rumble or Battle Royal, whatever you want to call it, to get a shot at the then champion GPA. Stevie Fierce has since won that title, defended that title, is the man on the top of the mountain, and now Suge D. Although Shug he D, was, for months, he's been promising he's going to be champ. Yes. Before the end of the year. Yes, so and here's is, a shot. Yeah, and this is the last freelance show of the year. Mm-hmm. Suge, Suge D's trying to get that title. Yes. So that's happening. Always fresh, never frozen, just like a Wendy's all beef patty. Right. <laughs> okay. Yep. Isn't that their slogan? Always uh, fresh, never frozen. I don't know if that's their slogan, but yeah, I, or that's I what heard they the say. Never frozen part. Not like their main slogan, mm-hmm. but it's like a thing. One of the things that they say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we got a lot of other cool stuff on this card here. We have a six-man scramble. Yeah, let's start with that scramble. The thing with these six-man scrambles that is, expect the unexpected. Well, there's that. There's that. Um, but like. It introduces you to a lot of people too, that you yeah, just might not know about. Yeah, to yeah to to see new faces. Diamonds in the rough, if you will. We yeah. have we have some regulars in here. Gringo Loco's been showing up. The, the Gringo Loco's been consistently booked for freelance. Yeah, recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sage Phillips versus Robert Anthony, who's a the ego, the other ego, the other ego, who's been around for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Versus Rob Matter, the death machine, the death machine. Versus Alexander James, who is in C- he was part of the CZW. Oh, when freelance it was freelance versus, versus CW. Mm-hmm. And then a guy named Alex Rudolph, who looks like he is like he listens to f- the song Freebird a lot, and <laughs> okay. like has his face painted. He looks crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm talking about. That's the example of no faces. Alex mm-hmm. Rudolph. You know, yeah. some of these guys they're diamonds in the rough. Like some of these guys are really good. Green well, Loco is really just good. Haven't seen them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We haven't seen him, so right. it's okay. the introduction to that. Cool, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Alexander James is on this, and there's another CZW guy in here, too, that they kind of brought back. But we'll get into that. Okay. Cool. So that, that'll be the scramble, and you know that's always uh, the way uh, Freelance starts off their shows. Yep. 
So that'll be exciting. Um, it's always the the, the scrambles are, are super fun. I think like there's there hasn't been a bad one yet, and it's a great way to kick off the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other card that's on here. The other card. The other card. The other match on this card. Okay. Uh, it's Ethan Page versus MJF. Yes. I think it's the sentence from Matthew Jacob Friedman. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um. So Ethan's your guy. Ethan is my guy. MJF is really big now, really hot now on the indie scene. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's. <laughs> I have not seen much of. I know he's he's been at freelance before. Okay. Has I, he? I think so. Or at least I've seen him at an indie show here in the Chicagoland area. Okay. Um, but I I haven't seen much of him outside of that. I just know that he's always on Twitter blowing up. He okay. wrestles for CZW a lot. Mm-hmm. Has one of their titles, I believe. The Wired Championship or something like that. I don't know if that's their main one. Might yeah. be like a mid-card title. Uh, this one has a belt on it, though, and it's not a freelance belt. Right. The Southside World Championship. Southside. Where's that from? I don't know anything about it. Yeah, me neither. Ethan is the title holder of that. And two really good talkers going at it. Yeah. So they're going to definitely, you know, there's going to be some promo. I feel like Ethan Page gets a lot of freedom at freelance of what he can and can't do or say. You know, he's going to get his hands on the microphone, which is going to be great. So a battle of wits and then a battle of fists. Ethan Page versus MJF for the Southside World Championship. What's next? Uh, We got Bucky Collins versus Jake Parnell. Okay. Uh, you mentioned earlier when I was looking through this card that uh, Jake Purnell is not a debut at Freelance. He's no. been at Freelance before. He's been at Freelance before. Bucky Collins, he you know he's he's entertaining. Yes. And doesn't he have like this thing going on with um, Isaiah Velasquez? Yes. So do I don't you think know. Isaiah is healthy enough to run in in this match? I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would hope he he makes a run in. I think I seen him. He 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 got back into the ring. Okay. Um, over over the weekend. Where'd so, you see that? Um, I think it was through GPA's account. Okay. I think he wrestled GPA somewhere. Just training. Or probably. Um, maybe. Okay. I don't know, but I was it was just good to see Velasquez back into back in the ring. Okay. So hopefully he makes a run in and the story keeps building. Yeah, I, I think we need to see him come out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even if it's just like he doesn't get in the ring and he just stands there. Right. That maybe cool. scares mm-hmm. Bucky away. Bucky comes just just a tease. Yeah, he he retreats through the crowd. You know how like wrestlers used <laughs> uh-huh. to like retreat through the crowd. That'd be funny to see. Cool. So next up, we got it's uh is this a four way? I'm not sure what you're looking at. What's tell, um, me, tell me? It's the... um Anthony Henry. Okay. Versus Joe Gacy. That's the other CZW guy I'm talking about. Oh okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Kobe Durst, uh versus Dingo. Yes. It looks like a four way. It looks like a four way. Yeah. One that is fatal. Fatal four-way. A fatal four-way. It's a good idea of like, you know, because you want to get a lot of these guys on the card, right? And there's some mm-hmm. there's some people who are like consistent, who are being booked consistently at freelance, like consistent mainstays. Dingo's like, been consistent. Dingo's been consistent. Kobe Durst shows up often. Mm-hmm. Um, they really need, and I know, I understand uh, that freelance, like Matt Nix and um, Jack are working v- extremely hard, and Freelance has been putting on great shows. They really need a mid-card title. There are so many, there are so many consistently good mid-carders that are just yeah. like take like there's you there's four of them right here. Bucky Collins, like Ethan Page doesn't have a Freelance title. 
not that he needs one. He actually doesn't need one. That probably wouldn't be the smartest booking decision. But the um, death machine, <laughs> Rob Matter, yeah, like mm-hmm. um, that. So, they, 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 yeah, you they think could, a mid card title could definitely give. Uh, it allows for one of these guys, mid card guys, to to really shine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, once again, that's not that's not me complaining at all, because we've been very satisfied by the product that freelance wrestling has given us, and we understand that. Um, you know, yeah, it, it's it's difficult to run a promotion yeah, for sure. It's difficult. So, uh, but they were just. I think like, I think that they're the deepest in the mid card mm-hmm. as terms of depth of depth of their roster. Their tag team division is actually good too. Yeah. Um, I feel like they only have a couple people. Well, like this th- is a good segue talking to the tag team division here. Okay, let's uh, do that. One. So we have uh, the N words. Yes. Versus. GPA and Kylie Ray. GP Ray. GP Ray? GP Ray. <laughs> All right. That's their unofficial official tag team name. Um, so how how did this match come to be about? Is there a storyline that I'm missing? I don't think so. Like just, GP Ray. Because GPA and, and Kylie Ray have tag team before. They have tagged. Then, several times. Yeah, that, that, that's, this is another, this is another like, actually, you could probably make an argument of where they're deepest at, either tag team division or their mid card. Mm-hmm. I think that they need more... Um, heavyweight challenger competitors because I don't see Suge D winning. That's just me. Really? Yeah, I think Stevie. I think Stevie should. I. I mean, Stevie's running hot with the title. Like, I'll give him that. Um, there's like Suge also has some history with with freelance. So I don't know. I would like to see Suge be the the champ before the end of the year, like he promised. Because I feel like he's such a babyface. And yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, okay. I'm, my guy would be Suge D. Like, although okay. I know you and Hank. We'll cheer for Stevie. Yes, <laughs> um, it would be. It wouldn't be bad to have Shugdi win it and then drop it right back to Stevie, because um, then Stevie becomes a two-time champ. Okay, just a thought. Just a thought. All right, just so a thought. Back to the tag teams. Um, so the N words versus GPA and Kylie Ray, which we already mentioned. GP um, Ray. GP Ray. There's also another hot tag team storyline here. Is it is it uh, always fresh, never frozen? Yeah. Tag team storyline. Beta versus the four star heroes, and whoever loses splits up forever. Splits up forever. Yep. Uh, so you know, what what do you think happens here? I think we have four star heroes. This is your baby face moment right here. Oh okay. I so you get that baby, baby face, face moment. moment, yeah. And the and tag team division, and then the main event division. That's or smart. the or the. The world title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. Craig Mitchell then goes on to just being a single star. No offense to Kenny Sutra. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's it's time and and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm totally cool with that. But to credit this card is like Steve Fierce versus Shug D, Beta versus Four Star Heroes. Um, those have been building for a long time. So yeah. like anytime, and I know on this podcast, anytime there's a long-term storytelling, we like to give it props. For sure. Give props to that card and hoping for really, really, really good payoffs. And the prediction is probably like the payoffs will be really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we miss anything? Um, no, I think we covered the whole card. Uh, that's always fresh, never frozen. You know what's a little, di- little disappointing though? What? No Pat Monix. No Pat Monix. No, uh, the unfortunate pairing of Pat Monix and Candy Elliott. Candy Elliott, yeah. That'd be hopefully if they that, do a dark. I mean, if they do a dark match, maybe. Oh, maybe. I mean, there's already two tag team uh, 
matches on the card. So yeah, uh, but I'm sure we'll see them around. I would hope so. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Pat Monix is wrestling for Kaiju Attack Wrestling's world title this Thursday, December fourteenth. That's right. We're yeah. thinking about going to it. Yeah, maybe it'll be it'll be good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So just one more time, repeating the details of Always Fresh and Not Frozen, December fifteenth at Logan Square Auditorium. Um, you know, if we go, um. Because I, I think you're not, you wouldn't be able to go I to this one. I won't be able to. Not because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear about that. Yeah. I would really want to go to this show because I want to see Stevie Rain Supreme. Ethan Page <laughs> is on it. Yeah. I want to buy Ethan Page it, and Taco Bell. It's a hot Bell. card, bro. Yeah, it's a hot card. Like, Finishing look, off the year strong. Look at the flames on the card. <laughs> right. My phone is overheating just, just, <laughs> just, just with the graphics alone. Just with the graphics alone. Um, but I'm actually going to see Impractical Jokers. I, I don't know what that is. Is, is this a movie? Chris. Is this a play? Um, a play? I, I don't know. What's Impractical Jokers? I have I mean, I was just having a conversation <laughs> with Carla about how I don't listen to the radio, and I don't even know what songs are hot right now. Like, Because I was listening to some songs, like, and I'm like, wait, is this Bad Bunny, the guy that did the Ric Flair video? He's like, yeah, like it's you know, it's one of his... like. That know, song's hot right now on the radio? Uh, not, not that one. There was another one. But I just like read it on the on the car and it's like it said Bad Bunny. I'm like, oh, that's the guy, you know. He's like, yeah, you need to listen to the radio more often. I'm like, I don't like. Well, I don't you drive, do podcasts when you drive, right? Uh, well, not right now. I'm not driving. It's oh a yeah, lot yeah. Of, uh, you know, but regardless, I would do yeah, podcast or mm-hmm. if anything, I'll throw in some Spotify like playlists already. Yeah. Um, it'll be rare when I throw in like some discover like what's out there. Okay. So so yeah, like I need to. You know, be more in tune with the with the world. I, so, what is <laughs> <laughs> more in tune with the world? Yeah, the Practical Jokers is a show on. I believe it's called True TV. Okay. Did that used to be Comedy? Is there, is there a Comedy Central? There's right still now? Comedy Central. Okay. Uh, it's it's like the show could be on Comedy Central, although it's not very raunchy. Some shows mm-hmm. on Comedy Central can be a little raunchy. It's on True TV. Four high school best friends. They're all from Jersey. Or parts of Jersey, they're all mm-hmm. like like a hundred percent Italian or very Italian. So you're going to go see the filming of this show? No, no, that's actually that's a really good question. No, but they also do stand up too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the all of their skits are them kind of playing their own game, but mm-hmm. it involves real people who don't know that they're on a TV show and don't know that they're in on it. Okay. So like an example would be one of their games. So this is, sounds very similar to that other thing that you're that. The movie that you were watching, the next door, what was it? No, no, no. It's not. It's not similar to that. It's, it's actually like, really funny. Okay. Well, both things are really funny. The room, you mean? Uh, the room, yeah. The room, the next door. <laughs> Again, <laughs> uh, live TV. Haven't watched TV in a long time either. Like, oh, as God. live as it gets, it's probably like a WWE pay per view or some sort. The Disaster like, Artist was actually really, really good. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. You need don't go see the Disaster Artist if you have not seen the room. Let me rephrase that. Don't go see the disaster artist if you have not seen the room, either drunk or high. Okay. You, you got to be at a good level. Don't like get don't do, overdo it, but get to like a good level of inebriation. Mm-hmm. You know, and let's keep it recreational here. Like okay, like beer or eh, whatever gets you to that point. Whatever gets you to that point, but nothing like extremely illegal. Just be safe. Then, you know, no no needles or anything like that. Right. Just get to that point. Just get to that point of uh, your where you're feeling you're feeling yourself. Okay. And then watch the room. 
You're going to laugh your ass off. Maybe be appalled. Mm-hmm. Margaret was appalled when she watched the room. Am I saying that right? App- appalled? Yeah. Appalled. And then you need to go see The Disaster Artist, which is the making of the room. But no, it's very different than Practical Jokers. Practical Jokers is, it's like true, uh, you're not, you're you're laughing because it's genuinely made, to, supposed to be funny. Uh-huh. And not where you're laughing at the room, it's supposed to be a drama, but it's so got bad it, that got it is it. funny. Okay. Yes. So you'll be out there. I'm still trying to make to the show. Like, there's there's some things that I'm moving around. Um, but, you know, I think uh, we'll be, well, I'll be there. If I'm there, I'll be there early, but... Uh, Bell uh, starts at nine o'clock. Yeah, right? they're late. They they run late. They run late, mm-hmm. uh, which is also good because it's on a Friday night. So you get to do some stuff maybe after work. Yeah, go home, get ready, do whatever you need to do. You can even um, go out. You can even go out for like a happy hour after work. Um, get a nice get pregame happy. going, and then like have <laughs> yeah. the always fresh, never frozen be like the climax of your night. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll wrap this up. With the, so again, this was supposed to be a snack size episode. We're running close to an hour, but that's because we were uh, we had access. We, now we have access to the full card. We want to bring that to you guys um, and, and, and encourage you to go see the show. Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. you get to go to the show um, and close out um, the year with freelance. Yes. So and what you. a year it has been. Yeah, it's been one heck of a year. Like freelance is definitely you know kicking ass. It's the, if you were to draw a chart. It would mm-hmm. be going in the upward direction. Absolutely. The state of freelance. So. All right. You can find us on the internet at um, what? Two heels in a face.com. I'm forgetting the name of the pod. What's up with that? <laughs> What's uh, up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Still in you know, shame helms, right? Yep. Um, all right. So you can find Charlie on Twitter at Chuck underscore Colorado. You can find me at Compadre Chris. You can uh, just reach the both of us at two heels in a face on Twitter. That's number two, heels and a face. Yep. SoundCloud, iTunes, hashtag Push Paco. Push Paco. Peace.